All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, and hello, Stu. We have Stu McAllister, comedian in Michigan, quarantine in Michigan. You guys are in lockdown longer than almost anyone else, aren't you? Yeah, uh, I've been in, uh, inside since early March, so it's been a while. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show, though, man. Thank you, guys. I'm looking forward to it, saying some dumb things. That's literally what all this is about. We'll just tell everybody up front that we are recording on Saturday, May 9th in the evening. And, uh, Stu, the reason we tell listeners that is because we post this on Monday. So if something exciting happens on Sunday, they're like, hey, why didn't you talk about that super exciting <laughs> thing? It's because it didn't right. happen. Uh, before we jump into anything, Stu, let's talk about your super exciting thing. Uh, you gave uh, away a bunch of money this week. You're like a good person. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I gave uh, $1,800 in cash and $150 in gift cards this uh, thir- Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. What did nice. it start as? You, ju- you just said, hey, I got a couple bucks. I can give it away. And then people started donating money to you to give away. Get, just give us the impetus. Yeah, I, uh, Nathan, I had a weird epiphany back in January of, uh, I should try to be a better human being. <laughs> and, uh, I knew I, I'm okay financially. And I know a lot of people are not. A lot of people are struggling. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do something real simple. I'm just going to give someone a hundred dollars, whether it's to pay for groceries or rent or whatever they wanted. They just needed to kind of let me know what was going on. And it, um, the weirdest thing happened is people wanted to contribute to the cause. So they That's donated. Awesome, yeah, it was, it was, I, I didn't ask for it. I did not expect it. And uh, it grew, I think it was about uh, $350, I think, by the time everything was done. And said, I was like, wow, this is amazing, right? It's cool. Uh, but it was very, it was um, overwhelming for me at the same point because I had a lot of people who were like, I need money for this, that, or whatever. And some of it was just like, oh, my God, how did this happen? Let me interrupt you for half a second. When you say you had a lot of people yeah. that need were these strangers that found out about it or friends that said, hey, Stu, uh, you know, I, I could I could use some money or both? Yeah. Both. It was both. There were eventually there were a lot of people that were like, I have no clue who this person is. They were just a Facebook friend. Or somehow someone made them aware of what I was doing, and they got a hold of me that way. So a, a, some people I knew, and uh, you know, I kept always think everything was very anonymous with who I gave the money to, um, and people who donated the money. I always said, you know, I'm going to let you know what's going on because I, I find it weird that people were trusting me enough to like, here's a hundred bucks, give it to whoever you want. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was very strange. Very Wait, strange. Was it people that you knew real him. well, though? I mean, did did, some, did you? you oh, so some of you didn't even really know. Yeah, it's just it was kind cool. of the uh, just the power of the human spirit, I guess. Of they understood what I wanted to do, and they're like, all right, I will I will be a part of this as well. Well, I hate and, to uh, so, do a hack joke, but that's what this is uh-oh. about. I mean, they trust you. Here's a hundred bucks. Uh, do we trust you? And you're like, yeah, I gave it to a stripper named Candy. You know, I'm helping her through college. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the Candy's my got favorite cabbage. charity. She needs a dentist. Right, right, right. right, right. So uh, it, it was it was very overwhelming when everything was done inside. I can't lie, guys. It was very overwhelming emotionally for me because uh, I had to say no to some people. Like I just didn't have enough. And the goal ultimately was to help people immediately like some people were like thousands of dollars in medical debt and i'm like i just i can't give you 300 bucks because it's a drop in the water but if i give 50 bucks for these people to buy groceries for the week for them and their kids that's going to make more difference so it was just very overwhelming so i waited two months and i did it in march and then uh, i did it again for the third time this week Nice. And uh, this time it was um, so uh, someone donated. Uh, they gave me a thousand dollars, and I had to clarify with them, and I had to say, "You were giving me a thousand dollars. You didn't accidentally hit an extra zero there, did you?" <laughs> and they gave me a thousand dollars, and uh, it was very strange. But I think because wow. he gave me the thousand dollars, it encouraged others to give more. Because they they probably saw like the amount that I had, and I'm like, oh, he's he's got a thousand dollars. I'll chip in twenty, and now here's a thousand twenty, as opposed to like Stu's got fifty bucks. Oh, I'll give him twenty, and now it's seventy bucks. If that makes any sense. I like that, man. It's kind of like the mutual funds of charity. You know what I'm saying? For people who are right. like, I want to donate, don't have time to pick a cause. Stu, 
Fucking run with it, buddy. Find yeah. find a good one for me. <laughs> Diversify my charity. You know, and that's what they did. And the guy the guy who gave me the large amount of money, he wanted me to do it again next week. And I was like, dude, I can I cannot do it again next week. For me, it was just too emotionally draining. Sure. But it, it was also uh What about you know, I told uh, people, June? What about if you've you know, you waited two months, then you waited a month, are you gonna are you gonna try and do it monthly from now on or is it I'm I'm probably gonna try to do it every month and a half, every two months. I think it's just the, for me right now. It's the right amount. Nice. Yeah. Uh, again, That's for awesome, me emo- emotionally to deal with it. So uh, people people came at me and they were like, "Hey, man, how can I how can I do this? How can I help?" And I was like, "Well, I, I already did it, but I I always encourage everybody to do it themselves. I mean, it started with just a hundred bucks. I, I'm fortunate enough that I have a hundred bucks that I can give to somebody, and it's not the hugest of deal." But then people were like piling on for again for whatever reason, so it just made it into something more than it was. That's a hundred bucks more than I gave away. In fact, I had the exact opposite epiphany at that same time. I was like, if I post really sad <laughs> posts on Facebook, someone might give me fucking gift cards. I gotta start cranking these sad posts out, man. Get a hold of me in June. I was gonna say <laughs> June that, it is. Uh, my favorite part of the story. My is My mom's how... getting cancer around June. That's. Uh, that's what it's happening. She's I was going to say it holds a mirror up to me. That's my favorite part of the story is uh, because I don't I, last month or yeah, March. It's May. So a month and a half ago, um, I put out my new comedy album and I, I released it for free. I just said, hey, every, I got a text from a buddy that said everybody I know just got fired because all his friends were in the restaurant industry. And I said, you know what? I got a comedy album I was sitting on. I wasn't sure when I was going to release it. I'll just release it for free. Everybody just download it for free and have a laugh. And people are like, oh, that's so nice. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. And here's Stu giving away money. Like, that, that it holds up. We're like, my, my, my kindness is like a one, and Stu's is an 11 on a scale of one to 10. Where, so it's just sort of like, I'm such a nice guy. I gave my comedy away for free. I'm a piece of shit. If I had an album to give away, Nathan, I would have done that instead. Trust me. I, it's, it's, I, it was nothing out of the kindness of my heart. It was just kind of. I'm in a position now where, you know, I mean, maybe a year from now, I'm going to be the other end of the stick where I'm, I'm going to need some help from somebody. So that was it. It was nothing more than that. I'm trying to be less of a piece of shit, I guess, ultimately. So that's all. It was great. It, I, I was very overwhelmed by the generosity of people who did contribute. And then again, the needs. There's so many people. I had to say no to a lot of people. And uh, it, you, you never want to say no. But but uh, there we go. So it was a good thing. Good yeah, thing for cool. sure. And I, I encourage everybody to do it if they can. Again, it's just starting with 100 bucks. You can start with 50 bucks. So well, I'll tell you what I do. Uh, I, I start with much, much less than that. And I probably finish with less than that. I, I Whenever <laughs> I go to the store, I buy one extra thing. Either a, a thing uh-huh. of pasta or a, a can of soup. I buy one, and then I keep a box in my food pantry. And when the box is full, I take it to the local food pantry and drop it off. It's uh-huh. not much, but when you have a full, bo- like if you just bought a can of food, like I do, and you drop a can of food at the food pantry, it's kind of whatever. Yeah. But when you go to the grocery store twice a week or three times a week, I haven't been doing that in, in quarantine. But yeah. on a normal month for the past several years, you know, you just run to pick up one thing, but you buy an extra can of soup. So, like, every month I take a box just because it does it. I don't notice that extra dollar or two dollars when I'm at the grocery store. But at the end of the month, it's like, holy shit, I just donated a box of food. Go me. And so that that's that's it's not a hundred dollars, but it's it's the little tiny small that's thing a, i can that's do. a genius idea though man that's a super cool See, idea because everybody can like throw in an extra 50 cents for a can of peas or whatever yeah so. i'm just I'm, it's like you i'm trying to knock some darkness out of my soul because i know there's a lot <laughs> <down> there. <laughs> not me haven't started knocking anything out yet in fact i am doing less than releasing free dick jokes like timmel <laughs> or even buying cans of beans what i do is i i i tell people about timmel's album I'll just, I'm just at the store and I'm like, I see somebody that looks hungry or sad walking by. I'm like, hey, Nathan Timmel's got free dick jokes on his website. You're welcome. Have a nice day. And we all I, need a hype man, baby. Myself. I do. You could be. You should be my manager. Why aren't I paying you 10% of the nothing I earn? Well, I was for a while in, uh, in the late 2010. It didn't go well. I would just go up to books and be like, hey, book Nathan Timmel. He's got good dick jokes. And then they'd kick me out. You know what I mean? I would get thrown out. I just thought I had you were a drunk method. customer at that point. <laughs> right. I, I wish like I was the enthusiasm, when though. I did it. Yeah, right. I mean, the enthusiasm was great. Just everything else about it just did not get... <laughs> it didn't, didn't didn't get any gigs, you know? I couldn't book anything like that. But I appreciated the effort. I, I can't lie. I appreciated the yelling. It was it was good effort. It made me feel, it made me feel loved. I, I felt like Sally Field. 
Jake likes me. Jake really, really <laughs> likes me. That's true. And then, yeah, one of the bookers said, he keeps making really outdated references like Sally Field. None of the younger customers at the, at the club <laughs> at the know Oscars. what the fuck he's talking about. Not only do they don't know about her at the Oscars, they don't even know who she is. <laughs> no right. idea. Well, they don't know what the Oscars are. I uh, I Bunch met TikTok Stu, I believe. Lost, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first time we met was when we worked at the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls. Is that correct? I think... I think you were 100% correct, yes. Well, I, I, I sent a thing to Jake about to talk about tonight, and it's funny because it relates to the funny stuff, so let's, let's start uh, making this gel. Uh, I said uh, I, I knew Tom Segura back in the day in Los Angeles. We were buddies, and then he became oh. Tom Segura superstar, and I moved to Iowa and am a nobody, so that's how you know, life works out for you in Iowa. <laughs> but uh, did either of you see that he was trending on Twitter last night? I did not know. He went viral. There was there was huge discussions because he uh, shit on professional wrestling. He just it was a two minute clip um, from a podcast, and he's like, "Professional wrestling is fake. It's stupid. Uh, people that watch it are dumb." And so he started this big huge debate. Uh, people were calling him an asshole. People were agreeing with him. <laughs> and, and I just sat there going, "I can't fucking believe this." Because several years ago, Jake, do you remember I opened for Mick Foley? Uh, Stu at the funny stop uh, it was me headlining Wednesday Thursday they brought in Mick for special shows Friday and then I headlined Saturday and Mick Foley's a, the nicest guy ever super nice guy cannot say a bad thing about Mick Foley but the white trash wrestling fans he brought Ooh. in were the worst people in the fa- not not Brutal. worst as in mean just the stupidest dumbest Dumb. motherfuckers and Jake and I spent an entire podcast shitting on wrestling fans <laughs> and we didn't go viral we we Tom Segura talks about it for 2 minutes <laughs> and, and blows up the internet we spent an hour shitting on them no notice at all yeah, that's true. That I, I do feel cheated now because I didn't remember that episode until you mentioned it just now. And I'm like, yeah, we, we, we shit on it then. We shit on it the time my girlfriend dragged me to one of those things. Oh, that's and, right. You had to go yeah, see one live. I had to go see one live. It was fucking <laughs> awful, dude. It was worse than I thought it would be. It was the dumbest shit. It, you, know, you know what it felt like? It felt like... Um, it felt like getting duped for a timeshare or something, you know? Like, even if I was into watching it, I would have been pissed because we went there. It was some, like, I don't know, 25 anniversary of Monday Night Raw or something like that. Oh. You know, it was at the Barclays Center. And they had, like, a dual event where they had that going on there and another thing at the Manhattan Center, which I guess looked kind of cool if you were watching it at home. But because they kept do, they would do, like, one match there, one match at the Manhattan Center, and they would keep going back and forth. But... If you're like there seeing it live, you're essentially only watching half of it live half and the show. other half on a screen there, you know? And then in between the fights, they show you like commercials for wrestling. And I'm like, we're at fucking wrestling. What are you talking about? Why are you yeah. showing me commercials for the thing I'm at right now in the middle of a live event? And it was the dumbest thing. I, I was I was just like, I don't know why people learn. And granted, it, it wasn't my thing, even if it was what I thought it was going to be. And so I'm like, I, I know that I, I'm just... I have a an inherent bias against this, seeing as I'm, I'm dragged here and didn't want to come in the first But I'm like, your girlfriend I, seen, was into it. My girlfriend was into it because she was into the reality TV show about the like the girlfriends of the wrestlers or something. I guess oh, there was one okay. of those. And I'm like, hey, um, you know this isn't going to be that, right? <laughs> you know this is not <laughs> going to be the reality TV show. It's going to be dudes in fucking spandex that are going to be a mile away from us because we're at the back of the Barclays Center, you know, like all right. the way up in the nosebleeds. And they're not going to come out. The, the caddy wives aren't going to throw anything at each other. It's just going to be like it's just going to be the wrestling and not the show. And she was like, yeah, I kind of want to go anyway. And we went. Oh, some fucking drunk asshole spilled beer on me. Yeah, Ugh. the fans there, the dumbest fucking people on the planet, man. The well, dumbest yeah. people. They were so dumb at Foley show that he actually had to kick some people out because I don't know what they were expecting because he was trans. This was years ago. I guess now he's kind of known for, I don't want to say doing comedy, but people know that that's what he tries to do. Or he, he, he promotes that this is a comedy show or a storytelling. He's going to talk about wrestling, but they were completely unfocused during my set, which was fine. I didn't expect to kill in front of him, but uh, if, if I get an audience that I know are sort of, Rednecky, I I open with, hey everybody, I've performed for the troops, and they automatically like, woo, good for you. <laughs> they didn't even do that. Read the room, but um, 
We Foley don't like gunner. real fighting, you fag. We like the fake fighting, the good kind. Well, I, that, my whole point is I think that's what they were expecting because Foley got up and he started talking and telling stories and they got restless. I think they expected him to go up and like hit someone with a chair or something because I think so. he's just fucking talking. What the fuck? You know, he's just, getting heckled they, they, in the middle. They did not him. read the thing at all. Do it. Do a suplex. Do a pile driver. Like, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm telling jokes about the suplexes and pile drivers. Read the fucking ad, dummy. Exactly. You're at a comedy club. It says funny stop comedy club. And so, yeah, I mean, this is just all revisiting um, the, the fact that he, we're not famous enough to go viral for shitting on wrestling fans. He wasn't funny either, Mick. It was just it was painful watching him perform. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. So, I'm, But everybody was there for the stories. They loved all the stories. It was weird when he was trying to hit the jokes, though. Just not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I remember, it's, it's going to be inherently one man showy with something like that, right? right. I mean, think. It's, yeah. it's right. The only way it's going to go over halfway well is if you just sort of realize your strengths and weaknesses as somebody who is going to be a huge draw but does not have comedic timing, but you got a lot of great stories. You're going to have to sort of one man show it. And that's just yeah. going to, if you fucking build it in that format, it can work. But for the most part, like it's it's not gonna. They try to do a thing where they do half one man showy, half I'm gonna try to actually really do tight punchy sets, and it just it doesn't fucking work. That's like, right. I don't know why stand up is is one of the only art forms where you can do that. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, I was massively successful in in a different field, so now I'm gonna go do stand up and sort of have a draw doing that. That's that's like um. I, I don't know. That would be like Louis C.K. or Dave Chappelle going, listen, we've had great careers in stand-up. Um, maybe people will pack Madison Square Garden to watch us try to juggle. You know? It's like, well, I mean, yeah, people right. are going to show up, but you're going to fucking drop bowling pins all night. That's that's right. the way it's going to go. Well, and it's sad because what you just said, like the, my first thought is, and I, I absolutely love Jackass. It made me laugh like nobody's business. But when Preston Lacey and uh, Steve-O, they started going to comedy clubs, I, you know, yeah. And with Mick Foley, what, what Stu said is right. He, he was the nicest goddamn guy ever. Yeah. I could not say a bad thing about him. When he was stel- telling stories about wrestling, people were paying attention for the most part. But when he tried to transition to, so my wife and I were at the store the other day, it was <laughs> right. just like yeah. nobody wants to hear it. They want to hear wrestling stories. And they want to hear about how you busted your leg for real or how you actually did yeah. break the Undertaker's nose on accident. And that was a mis- But, yeah, the instant he tried to talk about the one wobbly wheel on the shopping cart, just at that point, you, you essentially paid to see a retired wrestler who possibly has CTE do his third open mic. That's what the fuck you're watching. And it's not going to yeah. go great. Thirty dollars too. thirty dollars for that. Well, speaking of premises, uh, this is a premise that it's Jake's, and I love it when he talks about it. And it's in the news again, so I thought I'd just pull it up because uh, it happens. We've talked about this several times with election cycles. The Ku Klux Klan has formally endorsed Donald Trump, and uh, Jake thinks that they're missing out on on a payday here. Jake, this is an old bit you have, or just a yeah, I I missed that article when you sent it to me, man. I didn't read this one, but yeah, I. How do you not as and 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 I get that like analyzing analyzing the psychology of somebody as crazy as the Klan is kind of like analyzing the psychology of a serial killer. Like I used to have a roommate that would always sort of watch those like true court case things, and and he would sit there and go. Well, that guy did that. That doesn't make sense. And he's sitting there going, well, I, I, he would have gotten away with it if he didn't break into the woman's house later that night to steal all the refrigerator magnets. That's dumb. Why is the serial killer stealing the refrigerator <laughs> magnets? It's all, it's like, dude, because he's fucking irrational. He's a compulsive maniac. You can't analyze that and, and, and make it make sense to you. So I get that these guys are a little fucking nutty for being in the fucking clan anyway. But that being said, how do you, as the Klan, in 2020, think that your endorsement is going to help any mainstream thing whatsoever? <laughs> if anything, you should be you should be threatening, you should be sort of um, ransoming 
candidates with threats of your endorsement. You know what I'm right. saying? You should be like, listen, I want $10,000 in an unmarked bag left underneath this park bench at noon. Otherwise, I'm going to come out and say that, um, you know, I'm a huge Pete Buttigieg fan. And hey, go vote for Pete. He's got the Klan vote. Yay, Pete. Yay, Pete. Heil, Pete. Heil, Pete. You know, it, it, you have to do that. That's the only way. If anything, if they really want Trump to get elected, they should come out right now because the left already kind of doesn't the far left i should say the like the the bernie supporters and things like that already don't like joe biden because they're like well a he's got this fucking sexual assault allegations which it's like hey good yeah. job you went with a moderate with fucking with a with a sketchy past when did that bite you in the ass against trump oh last time that's right <laughs> but it's like why don't you if you're if you're the client and you really want trump to win why don't you sit there and go like throw your hoods on, get in front of the camera and go, we are supporting Joe Biden. We don't want to give the details. We just want you to know he's got plans and we like him. You know, like do that. That'll be a, right. what the fuck? Like people on the Hijack. left will vote for him. They'll all go Green Party or they'll stay home and watch Netflix. That's what they should be doing. But it's like they still think that uh, somehow mainstream conservative people are behind the claim. Like, no, you're scaring people away from the Republican Party when you do that, you dummies. Now, granted, I don't want Trump to win, so I'm glad they're endorsing him. Yeah, endorse him. <laughs> get, get, get your friends in the fucking skinheads. Get your skinhead buddies to endorse him, too. If you have any friends in NAMBLA, get them to endorse Trump. He's probably fucked <laughs> the kid. You know he has NAMBLA. Endorse him. You know, all of, all the especially in the 70s, they weren't all 18. Nambla, you fucking endorse Trump. Do it. In the 70s. ISIS. You know he gives a lot of money to Saudi Arabia. Oh, endorse him, ISIS. Do it. Let, let all the evil, evil fucking parties endorse Trump. That's what I say. Or let them uh, hold Biden hostage. Either way. Or hold Biden hostage. At this point, it's like, I some guy with a... What seems like a serious sexual assault allegation? Who's an old uh, rich dude who's no. going fucking oh, senile? We, this did, ain't. Did you, you know? happen to see Bill Maher? I I I had been pissed about the sexual assault allegation, and and Bill Maher just fucking nailed it last night. And even yeah. he didn't go far enough. But uh, it's not a serious sexual assault al- allegation. It's a piece of shit one that. That's I mean, look, yeah, we don't know about it yet, but I, I mean, like, we don't know that much about it yet. But it's it's that's the thing is you kind of got to fucking. You got to take shit seriously now, man. You can't be the party of hashtag believe all women. Oh, except for when they're coming after us, man. That that doesn't work. It's not a good look. Well, and right. th- that's one of the things Maher talked about. So I, I would just recommend listeners watch Bill Maher from uh, Friday the 8th. But, I mean, we're talking about someone that was pro-Russia, a complete Biden bot that, you know, Biden's been vetted to death. You don't get into the vice presidency uh, with, with this shit under your... And... It, it's just fucking it's a messy piece of shit that the the media is blowing up because it's exciting and it gets clicks. I don't fucking buy her at all. Uh, it's it's a joke you and I have made a thousand times when it comes to like uh, Bill Cosby or, or Weinstein. It's he sh- he said she 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 said with uh, with Biden. Every single person that knows him and every single person that worked with him during that time said this is completely out of character for him. Sniffing hair. Absolutely. Inappropriate massages. Absolutely. Holding someone and shoving a digit into them. It, like this isn't even a matter of like three. Well, women I mean, coming that's forward. the thing is I, I haven't really looked into this that much yet, admittedly, because especially with something like this, you kind of got to give it time and see what comes out. This whole thing where it's like, I'm just going to jump to conclusions right away. Like that's not going to fucking, especially when it's, when it's one person as opposed now. Yeah. Of course, when it's like 15 fucking people (laughs) and it's like, all right, we don't have to vet every goddamn one of them. Like it's okay. Maybe two of them are lying. He only fucking did that to 13. That's still fucking bad. You know, like, and so, but what I'm saying is you have to fucking wait. And, and sort of see what what happens with some of this stuff, you know, like more shit could come out. They got it. They got to look into it. You know, you can't just sort of take it at, at face value well, when it's when it's one person. Now, now we got to figure out what the fuck happened. Let's jump off there. And Stu, I don't know if you've caught yeah. any of this. I didn't send either of you these articles, but in the past two days, I have seen two separate articles. One came out of Michigan, um, and I think it was the Buttigieg one. Um I can't remember who the other person was, but they said people in the Republican Party 
tried to bribe them to say that they had sexually been sexually assaulted by the candidate. And and one wow. of the bribes was about Pete Buttigieg. And I can't remember who the other one was, but they were trying to just, just to make news, even if it was uncovered as false, they wanted to get it in the news just to, to start the smear. Can- I mean, look, Jesus Christ, Ooh. these are the people that got someone to shoot up a pizzeria because there was a pedophile ring in the basement. Oops. It right. didn't have a basement. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't the Republican party. That was just fringe <laughs> nut jobs and Alex Jones and shit. Well, true, but this is I see I wish I could have it. Um uh, but Stuart, do you, this, one I, of them was from Michigan. Do you have any clue what I'm talking about? Have you heard No, I I haven't heard anything about that. I hear about all the other stuff everybody's mad at our governor for yeah. keeping everything in shutdown, but no, I didn't hear anything about any kind of uh bribery or faking allegations uh, against political candidates. That's awful, man. It's crazy. And of course I well, no, man, it and I, I can't, can't find it. I and I would find it hard to believe that any sort of mainstream politician at all would think it would be a good idea to do that because if you could pay a lady to fucking make false allegations well, like I don't think that, this you is know what I mean? Politi- I think this is like one of those uh, like nutcases in the party that said, "Oh, I know what we should do. Uh, we'll protect the the main guy from it by just doing it on our own." Like this wasn't a party policy. Well, yeah, I, that's why I don't think we've, we've fucking heard about it because the thing is, is anybody with half a brain knows if you could pay somebody to just fucking flat out make up allegations like that, um, they're probably on crack or something, and they're gonna <laughs> run out of crack, and they're gonna right. take some money from the other side to tell you what really happened. Like they're gonna fucking flip their story eventually. I don't care if they took the money. What, what are you going to do? Oh, this is a, um, um, what, what, what are they, the, 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 the gag order money. God damn it, man. My dogs woke me up way too early, and I, I just got an espresso maker, so I've been fucking <laughs> slamming espressos all day because it's delicious, but I think I'm crashing off these fucking things right now. What are they? The, the hush money. You, hush you know what money, I mean? Yeah. If you, even, even hush money that they pay people, now people come out and, like, like look, at, look at Donald Trump and... Um, What's her name? Story Daniels, you know? And that wasn't even for any kind of like, oh, um, he sexually assaulted me, blah, 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 blah. And, and they have hush money for that, too. But, like, this was just hush money for consensual sex and whatever. And she took the money and then came out, hey, I wrote a book telling everybody right. what he did and what his dick looked like. And it's just like, what well, <laughs> if you can do that, you can damn sure, like, what do you... You're going to talk about it later. If they pay you to fucking make up fake allegations... What's going to keep you from fucking talking about it later? I mean, nothing. That's not a legal thing at all. You make me. First of all, the the thing you made me think of was that scene in Seven, where after Brad Pitt kicked in John Doe's door, uh, he pays the crackhead who's uh, talking to the cops in, and then this guy was being suspicious, and uh, I called, uh, uh, and he sort of prompts him was the detective, you know, he says, yeah, and then he gives her twenty bucks. That's what you made me think of when you said right. crackhead. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I did I look. At, that I scene, found but both. That's exactly how that fucking goes. That's exactly how that would go if you just flat out paid somebody to make up an allegation. Somebody else would fucking pay to get the truth. Okay, I I, I obviously don't have time to read you both of these stories, but I'll just say. I found both stories. Uh, they're both traced back to Jacob Wall, and he tra- he the woman who accused Dr. Anthony Fauci. So it wasn't a candidate. Mm. Uh, this came up a few weeks ago. Dr. Anthony Fauci accused of sexual assault. She claims she was paid to lie about the public health expert by a pair of President Trump supporters. That Jacob Wall was behind it, and then I googled the other one, Pete Buttigieg. God damn it! Looks like your ad blocker's on, so I can't see this story. <laughs> but it was the same thing. In the preview, it says Jacob Wall. Uh, got supporters to tar- they targeting Pete Buttigieg to get a story out that says he sexually assaulted, like a pull to Kevin Spacey that he assaulted someone. So this shit happens, and Tara Reid fits everything when you look at her history of loving Vladimir Putin, being a full-on Bernie bot, and uh, and this is all before um, Bill Maher last night. He just he just phrased it in a way that was perfect, and the thing he pointed out is. Why now? Not the whole, like, why didn't you say it 27 years ago? Because the story's changed and there's, she said she didn't fight. Fi- why not before Super Tuesday? Why not when he announced? Why did she, why when he is the nominee? Because that's when it does the most damage. It's, it's just a bullshit story. And the story should not be, ooh, she said something. It should be this fucking woman's a lunatic who's changed her story 10 times, not just about, uh, Biden, but about I love Vladimir Putin. Oh, I was just kidding. Uh, I love Bernie Sanders. Oh well, I get behind. It's it's all bullshit. All she does is change her story. So 
I don't even remember how we got on the subject, but <laughs> I think it was something uh, you said. No, it, it, admittedly, I haven't been following it because it's so new that I'm like, I, I'm going to wait until more kind of comes out about this. Well, because It's, been, it's if not it's, new. It's we're, we're getting into like a month at this point, aren't we? With Tara Reid? Yeah, that's been going on for a been, month. It's been, been at least a couple weeks, weeks I think, yeah. 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 I know people were all confused, so they thought it was that chick from American Pie. I'm like, different Tara Reid. <laughs> Different boob job. Oh, God. She, one of the biggest disappointments in life. She was the most incredibly beautiful woman, creature, person, thing ever in in uh, American Pie and um, Lebowski. And right. then just the alcoholism took its toll so fast. She just went downhill. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, man, I haven't seen her do anything in a while now. Oh, it's because of the alcoholism. Uh, well, ah. she did Sharknado. That was her comeback. But that was <laughs> straight to DVD. Big thing. Hey, she got paid for that because they made five of them. So uh, did they? Damn. You, you make five lot. movies. Maybe you're not a billionaire, but uh, you, you've got uh, you've got a couple bucks. Yeah, man, the, like B-movies like Sharknado, they they have like cult followings to where as long as you keep that fairly low budget, man, you'll make your money back. Yeah, they, they those premiered to something like five, seven million viewers. I think by the fourth or fifth one, they had 10 million viewers on premiere night. So, I mean, when you're talking about NBC being happy when they get four million viewers to get 10 million on whatever right. sci-fi channel, that they, they, they made money. They were happy. Yeah, yeah. I've I've never seen a single one of them, honestly. Uh, I think I watched ten <laughs> I minutes either. of one, and I'm like, all right, I get the cheesy aspect of it, but I it just wasn't my cup of tea, so I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. Well, let's shift. Let's get away from politics. Let's get away. Let Let's just talk about shit that's annoying. Adele posted something on her Instagram, and so instead of uh, her posting happy birthday and people saying, "Oh, it's Adele's birthday, good for her," they noticed she lost weight. And instead of just saying, oh, she lost weight, you know, good for her, the discussion became, are we allowed to praise that she lost weight? Or if we're saying, oh, Adele lost weight, is that suddenly fat shaming? That's where we are in 2020, in the middle of coronavirus, where we're all trapped inside. We have to ask, is it okay to say, wow, you lost weight, you look great, because could that be taken the wrong way? I, the, the mind fucking boggles. <laughs> Yes, you're right, 100%. You should be able to say it, right? You should be able to say, hey, you got healthy. You're not a fat piece of shit anymore. Congratulations. What's your secret? So I don't think it's fat shaming necessarily because you're saying, hey, you did a great thing for yourself. Good for you. You did it for, to improve your self-esteem or for health issues or whatever else. That's great. So I, I don't have any problems with anyone saying it. Yeah, now have they have they been sort of getting on, on her or is it just the people that are saying uh, good job for losing the weight? I, I think some people are on her. Did you ever read the book Skipping to Gamora by Dan Savage? No. It's a, it's a really good book. I enjoyed it. I, I read it years ago, so I, I, I can't do it justice. But he basically was going to partake in all seven deadly sins. Greed, gluttony, uh, shit, I don't even know what the sins are. I, I, oddly well, enough, well, I need well, to watch uh, the movie. Skip to the end. What was his favorite? <laughs> well, he for for gluttony, he went to a um a uh, a convention that was gluttony's for a fun obese one. people. In fact, I'm gonna you know what, and maybe this is this puts me on the side of the people that are uh, are are sort of um uh skinny praise shaming people for 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 complimenting Adele, but um gluttony. I don't think that should be up there with murder. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it should be a deadly sin. Jesus Christ. The murder and then fucking having too much pie? What the fuck? I, I gotta well, be in, I gotta be in hell with Manson? This should not be a deadly sin. It should be it should be a, 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 a wounded sin at best. You know what I'm saying? This should be like not even I'm talking not even a a major broken bone kind of sin. This should be like 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 a stubbed toe kind of sin. I'm but talking, this is, I'm this is one broken, of those sins that never fingers. got updated. This is one of those things from the Bible that never got updated. When they said gluttony's a sin, it's back when there was famine everywhere. So if you ate an apple instead of sharing it or a pea or a, a, a 
not a, an ear of corn without sharing it. You were gluttonous because your family was starving. That's where it came from, I'm assuming. That's bullshit, and you sound like a Bible apologist. What the Bible is, is it's fat shaming with that deadly sin. It's fat shaming fat people. It's saying that they deserve to be in hell. I, I don't, it's, 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 it's fat shaming. And, and, and the Bible only likes Adele's music now that she's skinny. That's well, right. Uh, to get back to your question, who's shaming her? Uh, the 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 book he when he to uh, gluttony. What Savage did is he went to a convention that celebrated obesity. It was all obese people, and they said, you know, we're we're here, we're fat, get used to it. But what happened was, you sure he wasn't at a pro wrestling match? I think he got those two <laughs> things confused. <laughs> but, but he met someone that's uh, that that was going in for lap band surgery. And it was going to be her last time at the convention. She said, look, I have diabetes. I have gout. I have, you know, hypertension. I have all these issues. I need surgery for my health. And what happened was everybody else at the convention turned on her. Fucking just started. How dare you? Like they cast her out. She didn't say I'm getting this surgery because I want to look skinny and be feel skinny. She said, I have legitimate health issues. So it, it's this weird, bizarre I think it's a combination of people. You want to like get in our club? You eat a piece of pie at the door. Fuck yeah. you, skinny wannabe. And then I think it's just political correctness bullshit. I think it's the 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 whole idea that we can't say anything without fucking analyzing it to death. That's why it was great that Stu jumped in and said, "Fuck it, good for her." I mean, look at the shit Jillian yeah. Michaels went through when she said, "I love Lizzo's music. Why are we talking about her body?" And people jumped all over her. Right. Hundred percent, man. Uh, we're too focused on you be you and be proud of yourself and all that. But you can't tell me that someone who weighs four hundred pounds is healthy and they should remain that way and everything else. I mean, like, feel good about yourself, but you can do a little bit of improvement for sure, right? It's too much. Well, and and when it comes to beauty, if you talk about oh, I'm big and beautiful. Sure, great. Everybody out there can find someone to fuck them someone has a kink for everything someone has a kink for fat someone has a kink for too skinny so yeah there is a difference between big is beautiful and big is not healthy or big the idea that you get wrapped up in image is is absurd because everything is pleasing to someone there are so many people on this planet i mean shit there there's fucking women stepping on olives on the internet and some guys jerking off to that so it's not about your size as ooh, you're fat you're disgusting it's should you be carrying that around what's that doing to your heart what's that doing to your circulation if you're okay with it great but if you lose weight to say you can't say oh good for you you lost weight it's it's fucking absurd I jerk off to women stepping on grapes. Olives, <laughs> olives are too bougie for me, you know? <laughs> I won't see good olives go to waste, but grapes are fairly cheap. As, as uh, long as you get the, you, you know, as long as they're not organic or something. <laughs> All right, moving to... But uh, no, I, I here's what I think she should do. Adele? I think, yes. Okay. It, to, get, to get these people off of her back, to get the skinny shamers off of her back, she needs to come out... And say she lost the weight because she was sick with COVID-19. She'd say, listen, I'm going to get fat again as soon as I shake this goddamn... Vo- <coughs> That's why I'm not fat. You you monsters. How dare you COVID-19 shame me? You're flipping on them. You see? You're flipping on them. That works. That's I good. I like that. Yeah. I'll always go one step further to make them confused. I was trying to get extra unhealthy and fat by eating uh, deep fried bats. And then, <laughs> turns out, now I can't keep any food down. I was trying to do the right thing. I was trying to stay fat. I thought deep frying them would kill the virus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what you got to do. Now, I, I think it's because we live in, in, in a country that's become so polarized with everything, you know, just stemming from the whole two-party system. And, and that's been getting more and more extreme in terms of the polarization of everything. And so because... We, we live in a country that's complete, that has to be completely polarized with every fucking issue. Um, it makes it to where we live in, in, a, in, a, in a culture of extremes, you know? It can't be just, yeah, man, I, you know, don't make fun of fat people. It's a fucking dick thing to do. Don't, you know, it's, it's mean. Don't do that. It has to be either, um, I hate that they're fat. I hate everybody that's over a fucking buck sixty. Fuck them. It has to be either that or how dare you not jack off to Lizzo at the Lakers game wearing (laughs) nothing but a piece of dental floss. If not, you're a horrible monster. Come to Lizzo. 
do it now. And it's it's just an odd, it, it can't be in the middle with anything. It has to be a nation of extremes. You either hate fat people or you're jerking off the one right now. Whew. And it's. I guess I hate them. <laughs> it's like, fuck it, man. <laughs> I didn't start the fire. I was only trying to fight it. <laughs> I'm picking my sides. That is Are you a Hetfield or a McCoy? I fucking went with McCoy. I didn't try to be Jesus and try to make people hold hands. That guy got shot last week. Fuck that. I picked the McCoys. <laughs> I'm still recovering. <laughs> uh, that's why you have Stu on. Just doesn't say much, but when he punches it in, bam! It's the haymaker you don't see coming. Oh. But no, I, I, I agree, and it's it's sad because you talk about everything being an issue. Um, I don't know if either of you saw this in the news. The the new issue is now masks outdoors, uh, surgical masks. You're either wearing it because you're a liberal piece of shit or you're not wearing it because you're a proud conservative. That's literally the battle lines being drawn. It can't just be, you know what, uh, people that have a compromised system might get sick so let's just wear a mask until we figure it out you know it's not going to be forever i i my right. wife that's why i'm not giving into the polarization on that bullshit either i wear a mask outside <laughs> but my mask is a confederate flag mask that's right what fucking side am i on <laughs> try to try to put me in a box now you fucks well, have you seen that book uh, mine's dinosaurs that's what i was gonna say is i wear a mask because my wife made me one with dinosaurs and i like walking around with dinosaurs on my face but jake to your joke have you seen what's coming out of California? There was a guy that wore a full-on clan hood yeah. in a grocery store, and then in the same exact town, I don't think it was in the same exact grocery store, but in the same town, yeah. a guy wore a mask with a swastika on it. And that nice. guy got a talking to by the police, like the, the clan guy, store security. To keep the races pure, you must keep the races healthy. <laughs> But, I mean, they, they took your idea before you even said it. Like, nice. a swastika no, on his mask. I got a better mask than that. I'm going to make a mask that says the virus is a hoax to try to steal our liberties. But that that's actually already happening. Donald Trump really? is selling masks on his website. Or if he's not, someone what? is selling. I, I was in my great. Facebook feed. Buy these Patriot masks. They're Trump Keep America Great 2020. So Trump is not wearing a mask. He's saying it's a Chinese hoax. And yet they are saying where <laughs> it's it's so fucking confusing because, as I said, like if you wear a mask, you're supposed to be a hippie liberal unless you wear the right mask to show you worship Trump. It's or it's a mask bizarre. that says I'm only wearing this mask because I ran out of Clorox to shoot. <laughs> I don't need this fucking thing as long as I have bleach. Well, you know, who's not wearing a mask is a uh, uh, grand old party Republican state representative. Nino Vital, and he's uh, not wearing one because of his judo Christian principles. That's a quote. His judo Christian principles. So he he believes in Christ and jiu-jitsu? That's a fucking weird one. <laughs> one of those principles is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God, and that image is seen most by our face. I will not wear a mask. He so, turns the only he turns the other cheek, but that's only to flip his opponent over his back. You know what I mean? <laughs> to use his momentum against him. I mean, I, I can't think of anything stupider than I'm not going to wear a mask because it isn't. I mean, I've never heard that before. I get Islam says, women, you got to cover up because of God. But I've never heard, hey, if there's a pandemic, you can't wear a surgical mask because of God. This is a new one to me. Is this guy winning re-election next time? Is that going to be his platform? It's Ohio. Who knows who's going to win election these days with any stance? You'd think that an absurd batshit stance on anything would get people not to vote for you. But where we are today is you do something absurd, batshit stupid, and you get followers. Yeah, Dude, how shitty would it be if you're one of these guys who, you know, a public figure like this, who's who's basically saying, hey, don't take the precautions or it's not real or or whatever, whether it's a politician or like one of these big like church guys, you know what I mean, who has a mega church, whatever, still still getting people in there. Um, and then you get the virus. But it's like, well, not only do you have COVID, but for a while you got to be like, oh, what? <coughs> no, nah, man, it's strep throat. It's just strep. I swear to God, it's not the virus. Nah. So, no, it's made up. It's strep throat. My kid got strep. It's, it's, uh, he's got pink eye, too. It's, 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 it's totally not COVID. That shit's fake. 
Speaking of fake, I didn't send either of you this. Uh, Stu, sometimes what I like to do is uh, I pick out the worst clickbait article of the week because the headline (laughs) is all one thing and then the story is another. And right before we started podcasting, I found something that I should have sent uh, because it's the perfect clickbait. The the headline, it's from Wisconsin, I believe. I'll click it in a second. The headline is Uh 72 people got COVID-19 after being at a large event. And the picture is of the protests at the Capitol, people saying, open Wisconsin, open Wisconsin. So your first thought is, oh, good for them. They went to this stupid protest and they got uh, coronavirus. I hope they die. But then you click on it (laughs) and... Again, clickbait. You've got this picture of the rally at the Capitol, and the the dateline is Madison, Wisconsin. More than seventy people who tested positive for the for coronavirus since a, a rally indicated they had attended a large gathering. When you read the story, they're asking people who test positive, "Were you at a large gathering?" And they say either yes or no. Seventy uh. people said yes, but and this is the important part: the department did not add the April twenty fourth rally at the Capitol to the list of specific questions. So what? this picture suggests, hey, people went to a protest and got sick, but it's yeah. just 70 people that were at some gathering that got sick, completely misleading. You go in thinking that right. they were at that rally, but they were just out in public at, at something. Right, right. It's, to me, people are just trying to manipulate you in any way, whatever they want. Like you said, the ultra-left, the ultra-right. Just give me all I want is the facts, man. Just give me the facts. I'll make my own mind up, man. I'm pretty stupid, but I think I can do that. I mean, that's that's why I generally stick to NPR because it's boring. But <laughs> it's, it's funny for the right wing to always say NPR is liberal. We need to cut NPR funding. They get a lot of Republican politicians on there for interviews because they sure. just they they say what happened. They don't add spin. They don't add twist. It's it's yeah, but th- this was complete and utter clickbait bullshit. Where you you, you were happy? I, I kind of like listening to like like British news, like like BBC and and you know to a lesser extent, I guess the Guardian about America, because it's like everything's going to have a slant. You, you know, like you have to expect that, especially now. But at least, yeah, that stuff's going to have a left leaning slant. But it's not. It's not. It's it's fucking. Oh, we got a fucking. We just want to get Trump. You, you know what I mean? Like it's not as we have so much. Like the reason we're writing this article is just to try to fucking bash right. the right. That's what it like seems like. Post. They, right. I, they they don't have as much skin in the game, basically. So it's a little more of like, and this is what the fuck happened over there. You know, uh, it's it's not as they're not as vested in it. Uh, so I, they, they don't really have as much of a reason to try to fucking sell you nonsense. Right. If I, that makes sense. I used to like Al Jazeera news when they had it, uh, on, I, I'm sure I can still find it online. I just sort of drifted away when the, when the network went away, I just said HuffPost and that reminded me of something that, uh, story I told you about with the guy with the swastika on his mask. Yeah. I saw that on HuffPost and it's funny because the lead picture they blurred the swastika on the mask. They're like, guy has swastika on mask. We're not going to show you because it's scary. And then the article <laughs> right. was about how the cops talked to him and people reported him. But why? are you a news site or what are you fucking afraid of? It's a swastika. I know it's banned in Germany, but get it out there. Fucking show the world what this guy had on his fucking face to show what an asshole he is. And besides, exactly. shouldn't the master race be immune to this fucking thing? Wouldn't the master race have antibodies? You don't even believe in it. You don't believe in anything you do. You fucking half-ass everything, don't you? You're the fucking, you're the shittiest Nazi there is. The other Nazis make fun of this guy. He's like, Jerry is such a fucking flip-flopper, man. He's wearing a mask. He should, his, his fucking antibodies will take care of it. The master antibodies. His girlfriend's got a fucking tan in January and brown hair. What the fuck? What the fuck, Jerry? You don't give a shit about Nazism, do you? Uh, Fucking poser. You're only in it for the chicks, man. You're only into Nazis for that crazy, the crazy chick from American History X with the sides of her head shaved. You're only, you're only here to get laid, Jerry. Admit it. You don't, you don't care about, you don't care about creating an ethno state, do you? You just, you just wear the swastikas because you think it looks cool. Because you think it goes with that fucking leather jacket of yours. (laughs) Leather swastika jacket. Ah. 
Well, one more thing. Let, let's talk about the the um, the big video that was everywhere this week. Why not? Plandemic. Did either of you watch oh, it? God. I didn't. I, I can't. I did. I couldn't. Which one? Uh, Plandemic. About five minutes. Pandemic. I watched about five minutes, and then I'm like, I'm out. I, this is all bullshit. I can't handle any of this stuff. Tell, tell us about the five minutes you did see, because I, I, I have a friend that watched it, and uh, she sent me something that... T- tell me your five minute uh, quick quick take. It just it felt uh, very amateur when I'm watching it. It felt like maybe this was a high school project. There was heavy music being played in the background the whole time. Lots of quick clips of moving on to different things. You didn't even really know what you were looking at. Pretty much a lot of like outlandish statements about how she got arrested for this and that she was faked and they're showing like SWAT teams busting into this house but I mean no indication that it was actually her house that they were going into it was just like uh, it's too much they're just trying to drill home something that you're like I'm just not getting into this so yeah about five minutes of my time and I'm out and so basically big scare tactics with you said the music just to make you nervous all right, yep. the, my friend that watched it, these the, the big takeaways, they've had a treatment for autism for over 100 years, but have always hit it. No follow-up questions about why. That, that one right there got me for this reason. Um, years ago, and we're going back, it was the girlfriend before my girl, we're going, I'm married, and then it was her. So we're, we're going back 15, 20 years. I was dating a girl, and she had a friend that was getting into extreme Christianity. And this guy found out I was a, an atheist. I don't remember how, because I don't talk about it. I don't walk around like, I'm an atheist. <laughs> I, you know, I keep it to myself because I don't care. I'm not in anyone's face. And so he he said he wanted to show me a video. He said, you have to see this video. It will change your life. And it might have been Ken Ham. I don't remember. What I do remember is I watched it. It was about 30 minutes, I think. And all the guy did was say, all right, evolution's wrong. The Big Bang didn't happen. Uh, God created everything, and I'm going to prove it. In video three, what I will explain to you is how the solar system was set up by God and not the Big Bang. That's in video three. What you have to learn is that in video one, I will explain why video two tells you that video six is going to unreal. And I'm watching this, and the guy said nothing for 20 minutes other than this dance around, which was it was a seven or eight part video series. And just watching that one video... I, I knew for a fact, I knew for a fact that when you put on video two, it would be like, as you learned in video one, like, no, we didn't learn a fucking thing. It was just this dance. And and reading my friend's take on Plandemic, Dr. Fauci helped invent and spread HIV and blocked a treatment for seven years to kill Africans and profit for a treatment he hid while it spread, that this video sounded exactly the same. It was going right. to be nothing but insinuations but the thing that got me no follow-up questions it just throws a lot of shit out there wearing a mask lowers your immune system and also traps with you the recycled covid if you get it weird that every doctor and nurse on the planet uses them they just say scary things without any basis in truth and or following up or explaining why or how that's the big thing when you see these videos all they do is they make shocking statements and move on so you go wait what are you fucking kidding me but they never explain anything and the first thing I thought of was that religion video where the guy didn't say a fucking thing for 30 minutes other than, as you will learn in this next video, as you saw in the last video, as I'll tell <laughs> you in 15 minutes. But then you got 15 minutes later, he hadn't said a fucking thing. And people fall for it. They buy it. Because yeah, I mean, a- look, is, is the country being run by a, a cabal of billionaires <laughs> that are wrapped up in shady medical practices with big pharma and all that? Absolutely. But here's the thing about those shady lizard men billionaires. They kind of want us going to work. Uh, they're not happy about having to write us all checks for 1200 bucks while we don't make them any fucking money. They want us keeping money flowing upstream towards the lizard people, not staying in our homes, having to, they're up in their spaceships, you know, with the, with their, with their people masks off right now. You, you know what I mean? Like all, all the, Trump and Obama and the Bushes, they've got their people masks off in the spaceship and they're like, fuck, we have to give all the humans 1,200 to no, no, ah, son of a bitch. They did it from eating bats. 
Why didn't they eat cows and chickens? That's human food, you dumb fucks. Not the bats. Now we have to give the human people money. You dumb fucks. Son of a bitch. <laughs> They're pissed about this. See? It's like, yeah, there was are many conspiracies involving our government and corporations. Yes, yes. But that, that the evil billionaires that run everything, they want us fucking working. These people go too far with this nonsense. But I, I can't believe I haven't said this. Did yet. Charmin fucking do it? Did Charmin? Because they wanted a big run on toilet paper. <laughs> they had a slow quarter. So let's drop some fucking weird shit in Italy and Wuhan. Hope it gets out so people buy a lot of toilet paper. We're going to go under if people don't buy all the toilet Actually, paper. Actually, I posted this on Facebook earlier in the week. You know who I think it was? I think it was Facebook. Because what I realized, um, do you remember when Portal came out, either of you? Yes. Stu? No. Uh, you said yes. Uh, Jake? No. Okay, Portal was uh, Facebook's basically Skype or Zoom yep. or FaceTime. It's just, uh, hey, we're going to put out a camera so you can talk to other people and see them. It's like everybody already fucking does that. Why are you putting out? It tanked. It t There was advertising for it everywhere. They spent millions of dollars advertising Portal, and, and I was so sick of it. I thought it was the stupidest invention, and then I read an article that it wasn't selling, and they were sitting in warehouses. I'm like, ha-ha, fuck you, Zuckercorn. You lost money. I read an article earlier in the week saying that since the coronavirus starting, Portal has been selling out, and my Facebook feed really? is filled with ads saying, was 149 now 79 and I read an article saying that they're fucking selling like hotcakes. Zuckercorn started COVID so we would all sit inside and buy his fucking product. That conspiracy theory is no stupider than anything else out there. Sure. In, in fact, here's I'll fucking I'll 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 double down on that. You remember the National Enquirer? It was basically it was sort of like an infowarsy type of thing by the cash register. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But with the crazy you remember the Bat Boy one? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Famous one. Who does yeah, that, that look like seller. if you Huh? If 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 that bad boy, let's say, in grew up to invent a social media app that made him a billion dollars and could afford plastic surgery to make his ears look human, who does that bad boy look exactly like if you put a wig on him? Fucking Zuckerberg. That's right. He's bad boy. He started the goddamn virus. <laughs> he had to have. You know, the only thing that pisses me off about this, not the only thing, is, Jake, you'll remember this. Yeah, maybe. The, the Ebola outbreak of uh, however many years ago, the big Ebola break. They trace that to West Africa to, and I don't know how they trace this, but they, the, the source was some school kids were rummaging through the jungle. They found a tree full of bats, so they burned it and ate the bats. That was the source of Ebola. Jesus. Why the fuck are we still eating bats? That, that's the only thing that pisses me off. Like, we know this I didn't is a know bad Ebola thing. Was God like damn that. it, China. Africa already showed us that you eat bats, <laughs> bad shit happens. And you're still fucking cooking and eating them. Let's can we stop it with the fucking bat eating already? Well, yeah. And the the thing is, is I. It's a tough thing because, a lot of that stems from poverty. That's why the fuck they're doing that. Um, if you look at the footage from those wet markets, it's 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 pretty wild. Not just the animals that they're eating, but just the conditions of the food, right? Like so, it, I I was watching footage of one the other day. And they had just, I don't know what kind of animal it was. It just, it looked like maybe, I, I, I don't know, like, par, like pork organs or but, but something. It was just some kind of meat. But it, it's just laying in piles, in piles, just piled up on top of each other. And there's this guy going through it, just picking up a bunch of them, just feeling these like raw pieces of meat that aren't wrapped up in anything. They're just laying in a giant pile. And he's he's picking them up and feeling which one has the right consistency, like avocados or something, and putting them back down. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? But if, if, you, if you look at these videos, it's, if, if people here like to, when they talk about it, they like to kind of shame the people that are doing it. And here's what you don't see in those markets. You don't see people who look like they have any fucking money at all. Like, they do not look like they're rich at all in these markets. And if, if the guy's going through them and touching them with his hands like that, here's, here's what, he's, what you're, you're also not seeing, is you're not seeing it wrapped up in plastic. So whoever's putting, who's dumping, like, hundreds and hundreds of these just pieces of meat, chicken breasts, whatever, you know? Like, it's all just laying on each other in, in giant piles, they're not paying money for styrofoam that that shit sits on. That's, you know, the nice packages that wrap it up and the little label and the little FDA approved. You know, no one's got to go through and check it. 
They're not paying any of those costs. So it's so much goddamn cheaper. It's not like anybody there goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to eat a flaming yawn. Figured I'd come down here and get a fucking boiled bat. You know, <laughs> it's not wrapped right. up. I was going to eat, I had these nice looking flaming, but I said, honey, it's your birthday and bat tartar is your favorite. We're going to go eat a raw fucking bat. You know, like that's not, they don't have the money, man. And, and that's what you're going to have in a country of 2 billion people. You're going to have severe chunks of poverty. That's why they had to go to the extreme of, hey, if you have more than one kid, we're going to drag you to Chinese Planned Parenthood by your hair and force sterilize you, basically. You know, like they had to fucking do that for decades. And so feeding that many people, yeah, might not be able to get styrofoam and plastic to wrap every little piece in. Might just be laying on each other in piles. Might not be chicken breast every night. Might be bats and weird fucking rodents and shit. You know, like that's... They, but they that's the thing is the government's got to figure out a way to, I mean, you, you know, f- feed those people basically is what it comes down to is how do you feed 2 billion people without fucking uh, making bat tortellini or whatever the fuck they're doing with it, you know? It's tough. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the, they've already talked about it as the wet markets are reopening. And uh, right. I, I hate to go back to the same fucking source because I already did, but Bill Maher talked about it a couple weeks ago. And you just mentioned it. You're you're talking about a dictator. You're talking about a country that said, hey, you have more than one kid. We're going to fucking take care of you. So they have the authority. They can shut these wet markets down if they want. The problem right, but it's not is that simple. they know the people like them. Because how do you feed the them? people without the wet yeah. market? It's not, it's not about, Ooh. oh, people like them. We, like, we try to make it out like, oh, they just love sitting at their cafes. No, not like that. Just brunch. like this is, this is what they do. That's you the way can't people tell the people you're not going to eat what you want to eat. or what you. you well, it's, it's not even about what, what I, what I want to eat. It's about what can I eat. That's what they can afford, man, is fucking bat and, and weird meat that's sitting on each other in piles because the store that has the, the, the plastic... And the styrofoam and all that, that's for people that make a dollar an hour and not 37 cents that Nike's paying them or whatever. And and so, you know, that's that's why the government, you said so yourself, the, the government has the authority to do whatever, but what they can't do is easily feed 2 billion people without fucking, without really getting cheap, without really cutting expense corners to, to, to feed them on certain products. And many of those corners turn out to be massive curves, not so much corners. Um, and, and they're cutting things like plastic and, well, anything you would sanitize the meat with to make a fucking pandemic not happen. And that, it sucks. I, I think this is just a byproduct of having 2 billion people living on top of each other. Well, I think America can step in and help. And we, we have the solution. High fructose corn syrup. Yes! <laughs> drink Diabetes. it! Just drink it! It feeds was, us, goddammit. We have it me. in everything. We have it in tomato juice. We have it in corn on the cob. We have it in uh, hamburgers. We, If it's high fructose corn syrup, it's in our product. It's in tomatoes. It's in cereal. It's in cans of peas. It's everywhere. So if China needs more high fructose corn syrup, we should export it to them, and they will be saved. Yeah. Only thing is, if you got if you go that route, you're gonna have to reinforce some steel beams on those skyscrapers that people live in because they're gonna get fat, just like here. The the poorer like you are, us. the fatter you are in this country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It's it used to be uh, until until we, the U.S. came along. Um, the poorer you were, the skinnier you were. We fucking flipped that right on its head. Yes, we did. We got people that are the size of houses that can't even afford a goddamn house. Man, it's crazy. All right, Stu, plug some yeah. shit that we didn't plug up front. Talk about your Ugh. websites, your podcasts, your life, your, your no, Instagrams, your Twitters, your social medias. Tell people where to find the social webs. McAllister's. Uh, I would tell them just to go listen to my podcast, the Elemental Podcast. Uh, it's every uh, Mondays and Thursday freebie, and then Patreon every other day. Uh, and then the, the social media is just uh, Stu McAllister. It's uh, S-T-U-M-C-C-A-L-L-I-S-T-E-R. My parents cursed me with that name. So. And if they donate to me. your Patreon, do you get that extra 100 to give away every so Yeah! Often. Help me be stupid and help other people if I can. So it's as simple as that. Give them some money, you cheap fucks. You cheap fuckers! Just Elemental no, no, O podcast, not the, the full joke. Because uh, people that don't know Stu, that comes from a... 
piece of his set, uh, yeah. a portion of his yappity yap on stage. <laughs> Some jokes, my bits. Those are my bits. So, it, if you donate money to Stu, he will he will send cheeseburgers to China so they don't have to eat bats anymore. <laughs> he's a he's a good goddamn guy. Give ah, me some money. Shit. You will we'll see how it works out. Corona 2.0 by donating mm. to Stu. That's right. All thanks right. for well, being thanks, on, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, thank you guys. It was fun, man. You guys yeah. are crazy. Well, we we tend to be boisterous. I we I need to start warning guests. Just fucking jump in. <laughs> just just <laughs> interrupt us, because otherwise we'll just fucking keep talking and talking. I like watching you guys steamroll. It's fun. <laughs> All right. Well. Thanks, thanks for hanging out with us. Even if uh, thanks for being I mean, on, you, man. You, you fucking nailed yeah. it on the the with a one uh, punch where you, you broke both of us up into laughter for ten minutes. So that, that was that's that all made I it can all ask for, it. fellas. Stu, I, I hate fat people, McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new merch. That's my new merch. His Tinder name is No Fatties. Goddammit. <laughs> JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com. If you uh hate fatties then hate stew but give us good reviews on our podcast thanks for listening tell your friends and spread the word all right bye bye later Mm -hmm.